When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 203 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined as always by yes, Danny the Greatest, aka Willie Sailor, aka Why My Lip Bleeding, aka Cause You Shaved Your Lip. For those of you watching the video podcast, Willie shaved his lip this morning and is bleeding. I was shaving quick. I was shaving quick, you know. Evidently. And I and I, uh, and I nicked it. In other news, Christian's wearing blue blue shorts, blue blue boater shorts. You- Can you show the fans? No. I mean, what's the, it's blue khaki shorts. It's not a, it's not that earth-shattering. Well. What's the big deal? Khaki is a color, not a, a I, no, piece of apparel. It's like, it's like a fabric. No. Like, no. Well, it kind of means that. Nope. Nope. Well. Khaki's a color. It's a Virginia translation. Those are boater pants. Whatever. I'm big into. Where's your boat? I'm big into nautical things. Remember when Nick said he was? <laughs> yeah. Then... Hold on. It was the funniest thing. Nick Nick Villacat, who you know, he, he used to do, um, he's my roommate. He's our marketing guy. You used to see him on, um, who's number one, was it? Yeah. Back in the day? Anyway, he wore a pair of shorts <laughs> a couple weeks ago with boats on them, and they were, and these guys were clowning them. They were like, you, uh, what, Nick, you in the nautical theme? He's like, he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty much into that, and which was a complete lie. And then um, the next day, I found them in the garbage can. <laughs> you triggered once. him. Yeah, he's warm once, threw him away. Okay, your lip is bleeding. My lip's bleeding. You can see it in this like good one here, right there. And it doesn't stop bleeding. Nomad said he did it once. You're double net. You're starting. Wow. What? You're starting to look like one of those um, the Russian warlords. Kadyrov, that's it's a, that's the baby Kadyrov beard. It's just a beard. Mm. Mike Mao is the same thing going on. No, he has a, he's man enough to grow a mustache <clears> with it. I can't. I don't like that look. Yeah. Okay. All right. What are you talking about? Okay. Last time on this show, um, it's uh, you know we enjoy having Sion on. The people enjoy having Sion on. Uh, but last time he was off the rails and just he just interrupted too much and I got frustrated at the end of the last show uh, because anytime you tried to make a salient point he was interrupting and you know what he just what Sion what you need to do right now Sion's having a big old barbecue on Monday he just needs to go get all the meats because this man puts on a barbecue like no other so Sion's gonna be focusing on that we are gonna be focusing on uh, Michael Beard. Um, because we didn't really get to talk about it as at least we didn't get to talk about it in, in as much depth as I wanted to and um, my thoughts on the matter are I feel like Penn State has got this recruit and got that recruit and got this blue chipper and got that blue chipper almost at an unprecedented level would you say it's an unprecedented level it feels unprecedented ish yeah when you consider Factors like I remember a couple of years ago when Arizona State had their stupid class. It was like crazy. Valencia, Valencia, Shields, Maruka, Bennick, maybe someone else. Crazy yeah. class. So at that around time, the same time at they that got time uh, they had that class, and it was like, oh my gosh, this may be one of the best recruiting classes ever. But Olivas, well, I he's, know. He's class I'm just like saying 20. it was all these names, right? right? So, but the thing is about Arizona State, they had. Basically nobody but Blake Stalford. They had a complete. The cupboard was empty. You had that money to spend mm-hmm. theoretically, right? Yep. So it kind of made sense. 
With Penn State, there's five returning NCAA champions. There's studs that redshirted. Um, actually, that's not really true. Um, Joe Lee kind of, or Nick Lee did his thing. But they've got hammers coming in from this year and now next year. So it's like there's no gap in this embarrassment of riches. And so, now they're getting five, five or six of pound for pound guys? Yeah, only five. Yeah. So, um, you know, the fans and us really are like, okay, when's this going to they got to stop, right, at some point. I feel like Beard is now, this is a stop. And well, they, they have, you'll probably disagree. They I think most people will probably disagree. Well, they'll stop, like, for the class of 2018, I would assume. But 17 and 16, I wouldn't expect them to stop. Or, excuse me, 19, 19 20. and 20, I should say. I don't, I don't expect it to stop. But really, they have no... Like you could have said, eighty four, ninety seven. I mean, they have no needs. What are they their, have no needs? They have no needs. So, you know, we have all 90, sp- like, not even like. Well, I would prefer. I mean, they just they're just good everywhere. We've often talked about the fact, um, uh, you know, you know, people wonder. For, I mean, this is from coaches and administrators down to the fans. People wonder, how do they afford this? How do they do this? Uh, is is this all on the level and? We talked about that with Verclaren uh, right, two we, weeks ago. We said a lot of so, um, but now I, I I think now you have to say that anybody that would go there now, uh, any additional recruit they get is definitely just walking on. They're just going there to go there, right? Yeah, and there could be some of that prior. There could be some of that with some of the guys they've already gotten. Verbal. Well, sure. I mean, you know, somebody made a good point, like Michael Beard and. I mean, he pays to go to Malvern Prep, right? I mean, it's an expensive school. I don't know how much of it he pays, but it, that and was a Christian point. made a good point too uh, a while ago. It's like, you know, Jared Verclearance family and all these elite wrestlers and the schedule they wrestle today, and they go to Akron and they go to Worlds and they go to Fargo and they go to Super Thirty Two, um, and they go to camps and they go to train and they pay to train, yeah. just not the, at their the, school. These families have made. Financial sacrifices for years. Why would they stop at college if they thought they thought it was important for their kid to go to Super Thirty Two and wrestle at Fargo and Cadet Trials and go to Cadet Worlds? Why would they think it's not important to pay extra for their school and where they're going to be wrestling at the next level? I mean, I it, it really it makes a lot of sense. I mean, the the money I I often think about this because we travel a lot, but fortunately for us, our travel gets reimbursed because it's our job. And I'm like, man, I see Dayton Fix, I see Verclaren, I see on and on and on, all these national guys all over the country. I'm like, man, and you start thinking, these parents are really sacrificing a lot. To I don't make know this how happen. they do it. I don't know how they do it. Um, so it, it shouldn't be that surprising if, if a kid's going to go for less at a Penn State, Oklahoma State, an Iowa, uh, Ohio State, insert national power. Um so I, I think that's a uh, that's something we have to consider. Yeah, Michael Beard. Michael Beard would probably have got a full and then some at Northwestern and many other schools, right? But there, there's a trade-off there, and um, you can't blame a kid for making it if that's what they think's best for them. I guess. Uh, no, I mean I don't think anybody's blaming kids. Well, you know, you see, oh, uh, uh, why, why, why are you joining? This is like Durant. Why are you joining the dream team? Why, why don't you go and build something or be a part of something else? That's weak. That's, yeah, so, that's weak sauce. No one thinks like that, and especially in wrestling. I mean, I think that about basketball a little bit. Um, I thought that Kevin Durant probably should have stayed in Oklahoma City instead of chasing a ring. I, I thought LeBron the first time should have stayed in Cleveland instead of chasing a ring on an all-star team and build something from the city that, you know, supported you from day one. Um, but wrestling's a different story, right? If you – wrestling's is a different story in that it's an individual sport, and if you think that Coach X is going to get you to your pinnacle, um, then that exists in wrestling. I don't know if that exists in other sports, maybe football – uh, like you know what I'm saying, the individual level. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know that Steve Kerr is going to make Kevin Durant a better player than he was in Oklahoma City. Well, there's something to be said to to wanting to be surrounded by 
like-minded, like-skilled Great, people. Greatness this is what, like, why you came over to Flow Wrestling. You wanted to be surrounded by greatness. Uh, okay. Nobody blames you for that. No one blames me for that. Uh, so yeah, I don't, I didn't, I don't blame LeBron for leaving Cleveland. I don't blame him, Durant, for going. I mean, they want to be around better people. They want to be in a better situation. I don't, I don't think there's any like. <clears throat> I mean, I don't understand the doing it the hard way. The, what, what I mean, that doesn't that doesn't really make sense to me. Like, I don't know. I may, maybe it's a difference. It's also what, of eras. I, no, I, it's not an era thing. I mean, he was there for eight years. LeBron was there for eight years. It wasn't happening. The best player he ever had was Mo Williams. Well, uh, I I blame LeBron less than I blame Durant. I I I didn't really didn't. I really didn't blame LeBron. I just would have preferred he stayed in Cleveland. Durant, I sort of blame Durant because. Uh, and I blame the whole Oklahoma City organization. Like, they had they messed it up. They had Westbrook, Harden, and Durant when they were young, and they just let it implode. Yeah, they blew that bad. When they traded Harden, it was one of their biggest mistakes. We're really getting into basketball here. We're but into I'll, basketball. Just, I'll say one more basketball point. These guys are drafted and told where to go and where to live and where to play. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to live in Oklahoma City. I want to live. In San Francisco, I don't want to live in Cleveland. I want to go to Miami for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I just like um, I like the Cal Ripkins of the world. I like the Derek Jeters Amen. of the world. Wow, uh, you know, I, I think there's something special for for, for sure for, for sure. a guy. And maybe maybe I don't hold it against guys, but I think there's there's something pretty cool about the a but guy no that weighs the same about Jordan quitting the sport or going to the Wizards. I always want to bring that up too because everyone acts like Jordan never lost and was so loyal. I'm like, well, he quit and then he went. Then he quit again. and He played for the Wizards. Well, he qu- he played baseball. He wanted. He to do quit. It. He quit. So what? Well, I'm just saying. He quit. Okay. Like LeBron went to Miami. Jordan quit. So He's what? Like, I'm saying. I mean, there, what's what's the argument there? You're faulting a guy for retiring for a moment, as opposed to, oh uh, yeah, I as really, opposed to a guy. My just legacy. Going to a different team. My legacy is going to be be determined by winning X amount of rings. Um, okay, I'll just join an All Star team. Uh, Kevin Durant, I'll just join the best roster in the NBA. That's how I'll get my ring. All right, enough. So that's that. Michael Beard's the so that so Michael Beard just got traded to the Golden State look, Warriors. What is look at Nomad? Can, what is what, Nomad? He doing? had the most perplexed look on his face. This has always been the stupidest argument in sports. Oh, here we go. Do you? He's triggered. Do do you who works at the steel mill? Do you give them a hometown discount? Do you give a hometown discount if you work mm. at the CVS? Do you give a hometown discount if you work at wherever? Like loyalty doesn't matter. You go what's best for you and what's best for your family. It doesn't matter whether the city or whoever supported you first. Like th- this in any sport, whether it's wrestling or, or basketball or whatever, it's a stupid argument. Who cares where they go? Mm-hmm. It's where they think is best for their family, where they think they can most make the most money or have the greatest impact on their life. Like yeah. to judge anyone, and especially because less so for college, but like p- professional sports organizations are really corrupt and stupid and greedy. So Ooh. if anyone takes more money or leaves a situation, that that's on them, and, and it should generally be. Hey, supported. I think you should calm down. You're talking basically shots fired against all sports owners. Kyle Brackey owns the Green Bay Packers. Kyle Brackey is a yeah. so uh, we're not corrupt. I can confirm that. You can confirm that. <laughs> you yeah. Got, oh yeah. We got, got owners meetings coming up, and that's actually on on uh, what we're going to talk about. We're not corrupt. <laughs> that's the, that's the first thing on the. Yeah. Are we corrupt? <laughs> Do you have a yeah. PowerPoint presentation? We're going to vote Hold on. on. <laughs> can we go back to get a shot of Nomad? Oh, okay, first of all, Nomad, where is deposit? Is that in Okay, so I'm glad that you I wore this specifically because I, I figured you would ask that. But <laughs> this is my this is my father's alma mater. Shout out to Roy Lobdell. Bob Lob Bob Lobdell. Bob Lobdell. Bob Lobdell. We should get C on to pronounce that. But they <laughs> real quick, they have a really stupid joke in deposit. And it's that their mailbox is the most famous in the world because every time you go into a post office it says deposit here. Oh my god! That's I know really it's a terrible. very bad joke. Okay. I tried to set Second, it up that it was a very bad joke. I've never rooted. And the reason I, I want to discuss this not only just because of deposit. What's is deposit in New York? Yes. Yeah, uh, it's pretty close to Wyoming Seminary. They they go up to the tournament every year. That's in Pennsylvania. Let's keep it moving. I understand that. <laughs> I just want to make I just want to make a fact. Point out the fact that Nomad is wearing a sweatshirt in Texas <laughs> in basically June. Well, first of all. Big shout, Martin Floriani, but it's a meat locker in here. 
Not so much in the studio, but out there. It's not Martin. It's Melissa. It's Melissa. Melissa? Yeah. yeah. All right. Shots fired at Melissa. Hope so. No, Glad listen, she doesn't listen that far. Nomad <laughs> is. He might be cold. But I don't know what his problem. He's is. amphibious. <laughs> he, he put on a sweatshirt the other day at the bar when they turned on the fan. <laughs> he put a sweatshirt on. It's like ninety out. Let's <laughs> get a little air movies. Like man, I'm freezing. All right. So Nomad, he, he's a very skinny person. <clears throat> All right, Michael Beard. Michael Beard. Next topic. World Seeds. We want to go World Seeds Nomad. Nomad's pretty uh, fired up for this because the United World Wrestling put out seeding criteria. Okay, that sounds good, right? Well, everyone's tied, okay? (laughs) Everyone's tied. (laughs) We've got some real problems. I don't know how they're going to break the tie. We didn't really think about it that far in advance. We said, okay, there's seeding points. Okay, there's seeding. Cool. They won't all be tied. And then Nomad... It does nomad things and calculates all the points for everybody on planet Earth. And he's like, there's ties. And then he talked to Foley and he's like, how are they going to break the ties? And Foley's like, it won't come up that often. And nomad's like, it happens at every weight. <laughs> and it's like, well, how many are there? Foley's basically like, uh, I don't know what they're going to do. And we don't know what they're going to do. And mm. it's problems. So explain. All right. So I'm going to go with the one that I think is most. <laughs> Uh, well, I don't know if it's most likely. It's it's pretty likely to happen. Um, 86 kilos, Uh-oh. right? Sajalayev's going up. Right. That's what we've heard. He is currently number five on the on the list, right? So um, outside the top four. Ali Reza Karimi, number two from Iran. He's not going to go because they're going to send Yastani Chirati. So you take out number two, number five. Uh, that leaves Sheriffoff and Cox tied for fourth. Uh-oh. If Jaden Cox wins World Team Trials, which is possible, David Taylor could also win. But if Jaden Cox wins, who gets the four seed? So they're tied, and there's no other seeding moments that will occur. There's not a seeding Mm-mm. tournament. There's no way to obtain more seeding points. No, right. That's the final tally. Um, hmm. I don't know what the answer to that is. <laughs> uh, maybe a previous head to head. You have to come up with something other than head-to-head or what they did in their last event. Well, I would say I say the easiest, the most logical one, and this won't be good for us, but, like, you know, previous world and Olympic medals. Like, Sharifov, you medal, you have the same criteria, you have the same Olympic credential from 2016. Okay, let's go with the guy with more world and Olympic medals. Theoretic, I mean, if you're trying to make it yeah. somewhat process-oriented, but... At the same time, we're talking about 2012. We're using 2012 Olympic championships to determine this. I don't know. Yeah, and a, a second point, and it doesn't really filter into the how do you break a tie argument, but um, I'm, I'm on the train that if you have points from 74 and now you're wrestling 86, it should count. I completely agree. I mean, well, are you telling me that Sedgelayev shouldn't be seated because all his points are from 86? Give me a break. Give me a break. And is there any evidence that suggests, and this was always my point when I do rankings in college, what is it about moving up weight that, oh, it's, I, I get they haven't maybe done it that way, but they're, they've proven to be elite wrestlers. Mm. Um, and when Sabalos Fuentes is getting more seeding points than Sajalayev, there may be some it's issues. It's disingenuous, too. It's, it's disingenuous, <laughs> and you're not even accomplishing what you say you want to accomplish. So... Are there any other Americans impacted Dan Lobdell? Um, that is the one that stands out. Uh, there are no other Americans impacted. However, Ooh. interestingly, and I again, hope. no shots at Kyle Rochelle. This is directed at UWW. But Kyle Rochelle, who did, who has not qualified for World Team Trials, has more points than Jordan Burroughs. So Kyle Rochelle would be seated higher than Jordan if... Uh, so maybe we send Kyle. Maybe we send right. Kyle. And again, this is not directed <laughs> to Kyle Rochelle. Kyle Rochelle had, had an awesome Pan Ams, right? He did what he was supposed to do. He won Pan Ams. He teched everybody. How but, about this? You you mentioned it. You kind of glossed over it. Kyle Rochelle is not allowed to wrestle at World Team Trials. They did not let him in. Can we get a special wrestle-off with the winner? Did he, did he like, petition to be in? in? He petitioned to be in, and they're like, mm, Why no. would they not let him in? I don't know. He just won Pan Ams. He, he went, but he didn't. I mean, he didn't follow any of the qual. He didn't do any of the qualifiers. Can you do us a solid and go to Pan Ams? Maybe win it, uh, but no, you can't. No, it's, trials. It it, 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 it <laughs> kind of 
gets to the point that maybe if you win, if you medal at Pan Ams, maybe you should that should count as a qualifier for World Team Trials. No, no, it goes to this. If no. you haven't wrestled in three years, you shouldn't be our rep. Mm. I mean, we we listen. We went over it a million times. No disrespect to Kyle Rochelle. What he did was awesome. Shots fired. But the the system's broke. The system's broke, and you shouldn't be sending a guy that didn't wrestle for three years. Yeah. No. This is uh, entirely a comment on the system. Because yeah, I like Kyle Rochelle. It's, it has to nothing to do, really, with Kyle Rochelle and everything to do with the system. It's yeah. the man. Okay. It's rage against the machine. There, right, there's, so, another, there's another one, by the way. Oh, go at, on. At, uh, what about Logie? Seven, well, we'll get to the six. Okay, so... At 74, right, I have a feeling the top three are all going to go. So that's uh, Sonar Demirtas from Turkey. Bexad the Conqueror is number two seed. And Zlimkan Kadjiev is three seed. Yazdani Charati going up, Where's right? Where's Kadjiev from? Uh, France by way of Russia. Yeah. All right, so he'll definitely be there. It's a Jake Kadjiev. He could get beat out. All right, anyway, Yazdani Charati is number four. He's going up. Gadoyev is number five. He's likely to go up. Um... At s- at six, which would be the four if those two go up, is Hasanov. Right below that is Soleimanov, the one who wrestled Mark Hall. So they have to make dirty a ch- cheater. Who, so only one of them can go. <laughs> right. So if they area. send Soleimanov over Hasanov, which I think is pretty reasonable, then we have a tie at fourth between Usurbayev of Kazakhstan and Soleimanov of Azerbaijan. Except, Again, who gets the four seed? Except Hasanov's a multiple-time world medalist who also just took third at the Olympics. I'm just saying it's semantics. It's possible. Is it semantics, Kyle? No, I'm just being sarcastic. (laughs) (laughs) It's not semantics. Kyle just wanted to say it's semantics. (laughs) Regardless, only one of them are going, so your point is that... That there could be a tie, and there is no current criteria to break the tie. Right, and it's happening at... how How many of the 10 weights would you say it's likely that there will be a tie amongst... The top four, somewhere in the top five, even because if the four and five are tied, that's real problems, right? The real problem, like if if you're if you're tied at three and four, or if you're tied at two and three, that's sort of a pro- that's a problem. But it's only a it's only a good problem is that yeah, you know, you might be in a different plot spot in the bracket. Now, if you're tied at four and five, one <laughs> of you's getting seated, one of you ain't. For real, for real. I so, would say three or four weights. It could happen this year. Three or they four should eight. just. They should just call it now, have a sh- have a phone conference, and say, "How are we breaking ties?" And we need to allow your points from different weight classes to transfer. Yeah, they probably not could do that. Do it, UWW. Get on the horn right now. How do you not have a process when you make these rules or seating criteria? For the no, top? listen. Don't. I, I won't be. I won't be super. Overly critical because sometimes you try to implement. <clears throat> uh, we say it all the time. You make a new rule, yes, and you find and wrestlers find a way to game it. Listen, credit to UWW for finally implementing these. There's going to be some nuts and bolts to be worked out, and there's plenty of time to do so. Now, if they don't do that by September, that's a fail. Well, but but they have time to figure it out. I get what you're saying with with rule changes and things like that, that, you know, you you can't always see the results of your decisions. It is very obvious. Anyone with any foresight, which UWW repeatedly lacks, because they change, you know, for a variety of reasons, but if you have any foresight at all, it's like, wow, well, we give the same to Olympic bronzes. These guys don't really wrestle at their continentals, so there's going to be a lot of ties. Well, it was was to encourage... in their defense, it was to encourage participation at the Continental. Well, anyway, that's they, I mean, that's fair, right? They, they, so at some point in time, they either had to notice that they were there were going to be ties, or oh crap, there's going to be ties, and we got to figure it out. But there's plenty of time to do so. So even, yeah. it, but okay, but here's the thing: there were ties literally from the moment this was created, because if you're saying that bronzes in the Olympics are both worth the same. Mm-hmm. Then automatically, like this probably isn't going to happen. But at fifty-seven, Kanchigishvili won, Higuchi two, but then Haliev and Rahimi are tied at three. Mm-hmm. So if those guys all go, f- if those guys all go fifty-seven again, you have a tie right there, straight away, right. first thing on the list, dead up. So it's not as though they could not have <laughs> seen this because they literally created a situation in which it started off with a tie. All right. Okay. Well, now they know their ties. WWE put on notice. There are ties. <laughs> How are we going to change it? How are we going to fix it? Criteria. Next topic.
Yeah, last point scored. Last point scored. Ooh, highest amplitude move. Highest amplitude of your metal match. Jaden Jaden might get a big one because Salas quit. <laughs> In the last one, he just stopped. He didn't do the match at the end. So maybe that's like a that's like pin slay points. Carcass. Classic. 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 Salas. Salas. That guy's awesome. I'm really Arizona State went to Cuba. Yeah. I'm pretty mad that some people call it Cuba. Cuba. Good Cuba. I did not get to go. Uh, I want to go to Cuba. It's one of my dreams. Okay. Where? Going to Cuba is not one of your dreams. Yes, it is. Going to Cuba is one of your dreams. I don't want to travel a lot of Just say that was hyperbole. That is not hyperbole. It is. All right, I'll say this. Going to Cuba, you're you're scared to fly international. I'm not scared to fly international. Yes, you are. (laughs) I'm not scared. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Because I would prefer to not be gone for 10 days in Europe. That doesn't mean I'm scared. I don't. I would prefer to Kyle, not do that. expound on the fear of flying. I have oh, no yeah. fear of flying. You're scared. <laughs> He's literally just lying and making things up. No, this is well I'm not known. scared Why to go to Europe. Done it before. Huh? Why haven't you done it before? How many opportunities have I had? Ever. One. one time, How one time I was going to go to Uzbekistan, and they chose to not choose me. So we chose we chose snakes. Nope, don't we don't, chose don't pull that story again. Don't tell that story again. He's not here to defend himself. Just quiet your mouth. Um, but yeah, no, I'm not scared to go to Europe. Suspect. Uh, next topic. Next topic. Somebody do, buy Christian a one-way ticket to Cuba, please. Oh, that was my point. <clears throat> and you know why? I want to go to Cuba. It's not this major 24, 48-hour flight ordeal. I just don't want to do that, okay? I don't feel like being laid over for 14 hours in Uruguay or something, okay? I just want to... Want a quick flight somewhere? That's where Cuba's perfect. Should try a fourteen-hour flight with Bader pounding white wine the whole time. Exactly. Yeah, I don't want that. That is a disaster. I don't want that. All right, that's my point. I want to go to Cuba, very badly. Bader will like strip down on a plane. He'll have like eight glasses of wine. The next thing I know, he's in his underwear. (laughs) (laughs) I swear to God. (laughs) He don't. He don't care. Bader's got no craps. Roger Reina is the Roger Reina head coach of wrestling at Penn. We think. We think that's the title now. Maybe they changed the title. Roger Reina. I, n- I noticed that it was in the press release they didn't call him the Roger Reina head coach of wrestling. Um, mm. So Roger Reina was the mm. head coach of Penn. Trouble in Paradise. And he had mm. a, a, f- a good career. And after he, um, he moved on to the athletic department and the administration, and then they named the head coaching position at Penn the Roger Reina head coach of Penn Wrestling. And now he comes back, and so he's the Roger Reina head coach of wrestling. Roger Reina. Um, but, you know, <laughs> which is silly, but the bigger story is he's the head coach of Penn Wrestling. Again, after Eider, mm-hmm. after Terrapelli. Mm-hmm. And I know that you don't exactly think it's I – mean, like, I'm over the – you think it's not savory, right? You think uh, – I don't, don't want to – You think there was politics at play, right? Oh, I mean, listen – Alex Tirapelli didn't resign, and they didn't do a national search. Right. Okay? National they, search. He's in, They yeah. said national search. Right. He's in that building there. <laughs> national search, yeah. His office is 327B. 327B, well, national search. National. We searched that entire nation of office 327B. Or maybe you just looked around. When you said na- you did a campus search. National. Ca- campus-wide search. They're just like walking around, just get, getting a cup of water. <laughs> campus-wide I'm search. I'm starting my national search. It's Roger. I found Roger. Roger can do it. Roger's in. No, it didn't happen like that. It was, was certainly a done deal prior to the Tirapelli. <clears throat> yeah, was, something oh. happened probably like January. They were like, hey, you know what? I don't know, maybe before. You know what? Let's what, what uh, if we put Raj in charge. What if we get rid of Terrapelli and we'll put Roger back? Get the band back together. All right, we'll get the band back together. To be fair, Reno is um, probably unquestionably the best coach in Penn's Penn history. history. The most yeah. successful. Um, so there's that. I'm but not saying he's a bad. I'm not saying he's a bad coach. I'm saying we're talking about the process. The process to which obviously was like they determined this at some. This was predetermined, right? Right, uh, I think I feel like this uh, the, the alumni just have crazy power there. Well, it, the sidebar that this brings up to me it, when you think about Roger Reina was the best coach in Penn history, had a really good tenure. It, the question it begs to me, and I'm like, 
how will we how will he do now? It's a different landscape. It's a different time. And I'm like, I, I know this sounds hyperbolic or ridiculous, but would Dan Gable be the same as effective in this era as he was then? Well, the the ten years are certainly closer together than Gable's. Although he did have his stint at Iowa in the late twenty two thousands, but um, I I guess. That and I kind of teased this a couple weeks ago, when when I heard about this that it was probably gonna be Roger Reina. How much time can you be out of the game and come back in and and do well? And I asked that out of curiosity. What what do the best wrestling minds think? And there are some aspects that, um, you know, the the, the sport is ever evolving. The recruiting landscape is ever evolving. The technique is evolving, but. If you are a CEO type, if you're a CEO type, it which, should translate, which right? Roger uh, that probably will be. If you can get a high high level technician guy, an energetic recruiter, and you are overseeing the administrative part, um, then I don't even maybe know. it works. Yeah, yeah. So if you if you put the tools in place, you don't have to adapt. You have to have your staff. Be the right person at the, for this era, right? Right. Um, I don't even know. I should know this. What What do they do with the rest of the staff? Is Raina going to bring a new guy? I think McMullen's the only one that's remaining on staff because he has red hair. I don't think that was involved oh. with the decision, but maybe because he's from East. Because he's from Easton. They didn't go to Easton though, Willie. I didn't go to Easton. I was very uh, I was very upset about that at the time. I bet. I'm sure it was a rough day. So what? They would have been number one in the country if he didn't go to some. Because you would have ranked them number one. No, look, you go. You rank Miss Minai over Bo Jordan. You go back and look at that. It's go go look at the. They would have been very very high up there. Okay, we'll definitely get into that. Never the the two the two thousand seven Eastern Red Rovers. Can't wait to get into that. All right. So, any other reign of thoughts? Kind of, um, you know, he seems like a good coach, good guy, based on everything I've heard about him. But just the way it <coughs> happened, a little, little grimy, little... Uh, I don't know. I don't... It, when, whenever there's changes put in place and it, it seems like politics and it seems predetermined and it seems like... The power people did it. Whenever that happens, it seems slimy, right? It seems shady, but you don't know what goes on, in the, right? You, we don't. We don't know. Maybe it was warranted. Maybe maybe it wasn't. Maybe I. I don't know, right? I can't say that it was a bad move, right? Because I don't know the dynamics. Well, of, you know, the you brought up the Eider thing, and I was ignorant about that and learning more. What did I say? Yeah, I was like, I thought he resigned. Like, I just read it. Oh, he resigned. You're like, no, he did not resign. No, he didn't. So resign. he, like, apparently he went into a meeting he thought was about fundraising, and with no notice, they, they're like, you're out. Listen, I thought. That is like, holy smoke. I thought the world of what, I mean, you can look up stats and stuff and, and make a case <clears throat> that Eider didn't do as well as what I'm saying, but I was continually impressed with what Rob Eider did at Penn. Yeah. I mean, they were winning big dual meets. They were beating Lehigh's. They were, you know, they took second at EIWAs. Maybe they didn't have the high, high All-American success. Um, but I thought, I, I would like to see Rob, Rob stay yeah. there. Um, I thought I have with, with the Penn situation. When you bring back someone like Roger Reyna, you have to assume he's just kind of a holding spot till a couple of years down the line. Could that be Slay's job in a few years? Would would Brandon Slay, you know, mi- he's everyone he's sold. went there, right? Huh? Everybody went there when they said that Terrapelli was out. Oh, Slay! Most in. people assumed oh, Slay, Slay's an obvious candidate, right? right? And then maybe like I would imagine if Slay wanted the position, he could have had it. But I think you know he's trying to build the pin RTC right now. Well, when we talked, we talked to him in Vegas, and he was very energetic about 
building the the pet RTC. Right. So, and this is a guy who is. I mean, he almost. Um, he's not anti folk style, but he's he just see he's working with the junior level athletes and whatnot in, in the cadet our cadet world teams. He saw kind of the bad effects of of folk style on our freestyle wrestling, and so he's just. He's not the biggest fan. So to see him, if he went and was a coach of a of a D one team, it would just be kind of, it'd be yeah. almost strange. But yeah. I mean, speaking of, we don't have any intel on Metcalf's replacement. I mean, Metcalf replaced Metcalf replaced Slay. Uh-huh. Who's going to replace Metcalf? Do we we still have no answers there? Dan, you got nothing. Dan, do you? It, it's funny you say that because I was I was talking last night after after I talked to to Trent Paulson. This is going to be Name Drop City. No, it's not. And I was just like, wow. Well, it actually it is for two seconds. So when I talked to Rich, Rich Better and Les Gutches last year at the <laughs> no, beginning of the Come fire. on. Did you talk to Karelin and then oh. said, right after you got done off the phone with Sedge Alive, Oh, my gosh. He dropped what, the bender what did, bomb. What did Ty Mazoff have to say? <laughs> the, reason I, the reason I say those names is because when I talked to them, they were like, we want a coach who's good with RTCs. We want a coach who's good with RTCs. And since Zadok has come on, there have been like eight or nine full-time RTC coaches now. Every time there's a new coach, they talk about, like, Dresser, right when he came in, build our RTC, build our RTC. Uh, and then I got a couple DMs was like, that misinterpreted what I was saying. Like, hey, so are we getting a new coach? Which I don't think we are at this time, but probably in between. Uh, you should check out a Bill Zadek yeah. video on YouTube. It probably is on the whiteboard. <laughs> 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 tell that story again, real quick, real fast. Oh, you're in on saying the story. Well, I'll tell the story. It's a vi- it's an interview with with Bill Zadek. Well, There's a on, whiteboard me... in the background, and it had the entire Pan Am roster. And Dan's like, "Oh, there's the Pan Am roster." <laughs> And then so that had not been yet released. Yeah. And, and then at the open, he's like, oh, you sly rascal, you. <laughs> Verbatim. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for the name drop. Thanks for the update. I don't know who they're going to hire. Um, but, oh, I talked to Richard Emmel. He gave me no hints, no scoops. He's like, should be coming soon. But he knew who it was, so Emmel's just holding out. Whatever. Emmel's going to be the coach? Do you listen? No, because I'm looking up an article right here that was that's, just that's ideal timing. dropped in my lap. Okay. Let's I was making a joke. It's called a joke. Oh, the crowd went wild for it. All right, mo- <laughs> moving on. You'll have, your, you'll have your own Netflix special soon, Willie. All right. Um, do you want to go Mark Perry? Or do you want to go... I think we should go into our top 10 125s, personally. What do you think? Yeah. Let's Sorry, you deep in your USA Today article here. You ready? Yes, proceed. Okay, so I had a thought. <clears throat> Dangerous thing. First one. We should go Since and take our favorite 125s in of the last 10 years, all the NCAA champions, and we should ha- embrace debate and argue about who we think the best ones were. So I will read the last 10 NCAA champions at 125 pounds, and uh, we'll discuss who the best one was. And, the, and Kyle and Dan... We would appreciate you chiming in as well. We're limited to the last ten, huh? Huh? Limited to the last ten. I'm. So, what? How? How far back should we have gone? No, I'm just making a comment. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry, we didn't go the last thirty. All right. The last ten NCAA champions: Darian Cruz, Nico Megaludis, Nathan Tomasello, Delgado twice, McDonough, Robles, McDonough, Troy Nickerson, Angel Escobedo. Let's start with Kyle Bradkey. How are we going to do this? Hey, this is going to be a tough This, this is tough. a tough one. Yeah. Uh, Some of these, these are going to be really hard. What? Why are you? This is a tough one. It's going to be uh, difficult at every weight. I know, but. I don't know. I, I like Matt McDonough. Oh, wow. Matt McDonough Hugh. Um, I like his size. When he's healthy, he can finish on anybody. Suck that leg in. Um, hmm. Give people problems. He didn't turn a lot of people, but he get, he. He'd ride you, give you problems on top. Um, give me McDonough. So you got Matt McDonough. No and remember, Matt. I want to say this. Let Nomad pick, and then you come to the big boy table. Well, I want to. I want to make a disclaimer. We are picking the guy. You're like basically. Is it a tournament? Is it a bracket? You have <clears> to <throat> pick that guy on that night. You're not like taking all of Matt McDonough. You're getting like the 2008 or seven or not or ten Matt McDonough, right? 
Okay. Yeah, I want so the Matt. You don't, you don't want. You, you I don't, don't want the, senior year Matt McDonough. Right, he was hurt. Right, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. We're, I want healthy shoulder. Are we taking Matt the best McDonough. version of a person? Right, because Troy Nickerson was different after his injuries. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But best version. Best. Best. Well, best version within this ten year window. I so I would not take. I would not well, take. What not? Not best version at the roller series when no. they were eight. <laughs> Willie. Troy Nickerson, you're saying he was better before the injury. He won. He, okay, he was hurt okay. then. I see what you're saying. Yeah. All right, Nomad, who you got? I'm going to take the guy who beat Matt McDonough and go Anthony Robles. Okay. No. Be- <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anthony no? Robles was a wrecking ball his senior year. His senior, ex- you're right. I mean, Lobdell, listen. That's when that's when everything shifted from, oh. He's good. Right. This is, a, this no, is no, adorable. Not even, not even that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Yeah, not even that. Look at him. Look at him. He's oh, he got all American. That's cute. To oh my gosh, we he just chooses top, and there's nothing we can do about it. Right. This is when it shifted from having a disadvantage to being one leg to all of a sudden it became an advantage. As though the previous 22 years of his life, it was was, it was also an advantage. That was yeah. When he took fifth, it was like oh cool. Oh, what an amazing story! Then he starts winning. It's like he has such an unfair advantage. Well, I did I did some research. The human leg uh, accounts for ten percent of the mass. So essentially, he's a fifty-seven pounder. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Look at his upper body. Look at his fifty-seven pounders. Look at his lower body. He has one ridiculous argument. (laughs) Jeez, give me give me twenty eleven Anthony. Yeah, twenty eleven Anthony Robles, dude. Robles, I'm taking Robles too. (laughs) I thought I would be like kind of a contrarian. Robles was incredible, yes. and that was peak McDonough too. McDonough yes. was good. I think he did have a Preston loss that year. Um, McDonough that, that was a, McDonough tried to wrestle him where Robles was good. It was that was a weird match. I think if he they wrestled a second time where Robles was good, he got taken down. I know, no, but he went to the positions where Robles wanted to be. Well, that is, that is wrestling. <laughs> I mean. Christian, um, you know what I'm trying to say. I know I don't. Okay, but that's well, like you're but, ignorant. But that's like. <laughs> That's like uh, people, you know, Gilman and Gilman and Lezak played into Darian Cruz's game plan in NCAA's. Well, that Darian Cruz won. Thank you. <laughs> I'll He's saying they I'm, played I'm into, in favor of you, Christian. Like I, I thought, know. If, I thought if you were Racky saying that they're playing into his game plan. Bell just made it. Game planning is a part of the sport as well. Yeah. Well, so no you kidding. would have been if. Uh, if if Robles had exchanged single legs with with McDonough instead, you would have been more no, impressed. Never mind, you guys, Hold on, I'm, I, I'm so above this conversation. You guys, <laughs> you guys can't even understand me. I have the. Um, oh I guess. I guess. Yeah, it's difficult because you're taking. Can't wait for him to pick. This Darian. is one tournament, so you're saying that you can't. We can't say best career. No, we're not measuring careers. We're just saying who's the best. Who would win the tournament if we took the best version of all those guys when they won their titles? Who would win? A, a ten man, whatever. I mean, in their in their the best version of themselves, man, it's tough to not say. How can you not say Escobedo? That um, dude was good. Both both Nickerson and Escobedo, who I, I mean, believe met for third their their senior years. Like both of those dudes were killers before they they started Escobedo apart. was. Good. Yeah, and Nickerson was good. I I, was I don't think I would like to take I would like to take McDonough um if the parameters were different. How can you take I want to take McDonough, but I can't because it's proven he lost to the guy. Um he when Robles Esca, was when, Escobedo wasn't even undefeated. I don't care. When yeah. uh, he you know, what, what is it, man? You're talking about the best version of themselves I mean, at the year, NCAA that, tournament. That, Why are you looking at years? We're talking about the, the best version of themselves at the tournament. Robles smoked a two-time champ. That's Okay, that's what I'm saying. Uh, with these parameters, you cannot take McDonough. Well, I'm not taking... Well, I'm not. I, I'm, I'm well, not I mean, saying you. And if you think he's the best. I'm not saying you. I'm saying you automatically have to remove McDonough, correct? No. Unless you, you think... No. Unless you think... A pr- a if version of McDonough other than that was better than Robles. Right. Also, also lost in this, we're, we're, we're forgetting this Jesse Delgado guy who also beat McDonough. Healthy McDonough, too. He beat injured McDonough, but he also beat him when he was okay. Um, yeah, I'm not. The year Delgado's he, not on my radar. Okay, well, I'm telling you. You, you want to say McDonough, best version of McDonough. I'm telling you, there's two guys he lost to when he was clicking. Okay. okay. That's why you're not. I mean, McDonough's not the right answer. I think Robles is. 
And I, I wonder if. Well, there's no right answer because this isn't a real. No, thing. they're having this in uh, February of 2018. The best career? Who? Okay, let me ask you this: Who had the best career? Ah, uh, you could say Delgado. Four t- <coughs> oh, not a four-time All-American though. Mm. Nico, Nico only had four lo- uh, three losses. Yeah, right? Nico. Yeah, Nico had three Ooh. losses. How many losses did um? How Wait, many losses? Hold on, does hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you saying Nico Megalus had three losses for his entire career? No, at NCAA. Okay. okay, all right. Three-time finalist. What was he? Two, three. Two, two, one, three. No. no. Two, two, three, one. Sorry. Nope. Two, two, three, one. Two, two, three, one. I skipped one. Two, two, three, one. He lost to McDonough, Delgado. Then he lost in the semis to Nishan. And then won it. Champion. Um, so he only had three losses. You could say Nico. Although NATO. I wonder if, if you poured a little truth serum down Nico's throat, would he trade in an All-American honor for two titles? Probably. What was what was Jesse's other AA place? Seventh. Seventh. Seventh as a freshman. That was the year he beat McDonough, too. He was seventh that year. Still seventh. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm just saying um, that's that's where he was and he beat McDonough. Yeah. That's my point. Nickerson and Escobedo were four time All Americans mm-hmm. as well. And Both and champs. McDonough was one two one DMP. Yeah. Mm. So you're going Escobedo. That's interesting. You know, NATO could, NATO has the potential to only have three losses too. If he would win a, sh- a chip next year, right? He right. only has three. Right. Three. No, he, he only two, has two. Two right now. He only has two. Yeah. He could, if he wins a title next year, he could only have two NCAA losses ever. Uh, he probably would at the max. He'll only have one loss next year at, at whatever weight he goes. Right. He's not gonna get right fourth. Right, you know, he'll get second or third. I would, I would pick him to win as I did this year. Um, yeah, Nato's in the mix. We didn't really. I thought, I thought Escobedo would be the forgotten guy here. I thought no one would bring him up. I think you're just trying to. I think you're just trying to play old guy contrarian there. No, no. Yeah, I wouldn't have picked him. But Escobedo was legit. He murked Ness in that NCAA final. Escobedo also had. I know this. Was whatever, but he, I never asked him about it until late. But he also had the most senior level success of any of those guys. Mm, well, the book is still being written on two of those at least with Three. Nico and well, Nico and Nato. Fair, but mm. I'm, of the you know the previous, you look at Delgado and before Escobedo had the most senior level success, which I understand folks on freestyle are different, but something to be said about how good he could be against international guys. Yeah, he's fifth in the world, and that was the that year, was thirteen. That was the year. He lost to Blanc, and Blanc couldn't wrestle because of the drug test. And then, then it was Escobedo. Yep. Okay. That was interesting. That was fun. We'll do, we'll do another wait some other time. Some other time. Um, wow. Me and Lobdell united on Robles. I would love to see. I think uh, I think we won, Dan. What if Logan Steber, we pick him for two different ways? Dude, we're, we're going to have Dake for four. <laughs> <laughs> That is gonna be fun. Uh no, we're gonna have Dake in four weights. I don't think we're gonna pick no, him for I, four. That's right. what I'm saying. Yeah, but well, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, uh, we're not gonna I, pick I Logan wanna... for both weights. I bet. Okay. Yeah. Spoiler alert: one forty nine. We're not gonna, gonna pick be Dake a bloodbath argument. What? For, spoiler alert: one forty nine is gonna be a bloodbath argument. Metcalf for scene. Oh my gosh! Right. <laughs> Yeah, that's gonna be. That might be its own whole show. That's a whole show. That's a two-hour <laughs> special. We? we need Barbara Walters, just to kind of <coughs> legitimize the we conversation. Need a, we need a purse and a mat, and just get them to wrestle, just hash it out. Mm. Time machines are good invention. Come on, you can't Metcalf for Zane now. I would still pay to watch it. Oh well, that's not the question. <laughs> I mean, Zane is at the height of or. Approaching the height of his powers, Metcalf's best <laughs> his powers. What is he, a magician? <laughs> what is he, a warlord? Huh. Is he a warlock? He's, he's peaking. Peaking right now. Metcalf's best years are several years behind him. There's okay. all kinds. I don't know what. I don't know what happened to this doc. I opened up this doc. What? There's a sentence in here that says, "Even Olympic medals are junk." What does that mean? Kyle, Kyle Snyder's medal. <clears throat> is, what do you mean it's junk? It's junk. You didn't. So, flowwrestling.org. <laughs> um, just check it out. 
his his metal is flaking away. It's it's messed up. Did he tweet it or something? Oh my gosh! I didn't read a story. Do you have the All internet? Right. So about a hundred about a hundred gold medalists from Rio, their medals are just like falling apart. It's like flaking away. So they're getting like it was a AP story, and like Snyder was like quoted in it and stuff. Yeah. Him and High Helen quality. both. High quality materials they use. So they have to get him a new one. But it was real gold. It's not like it's fake gold, right? Yeah. It's that, good gold. It just flakes away. Yeah, I don't so know. So how do you fix this problem? If it's good gold, you know, it's just, those are the breaks. It's ask, a correct gold medal. It's a correct Rio. gold medal. Mm-hmm. So if you were Kyle Snyder, which that would be pretty cool, um, <laughs> would you want to get rid of the medal that was handed to you no. when you won the Olympics? No. In exchange well, for a newer, better one? Who's to say that they say trade it in? Do you have to trade it in or just go? It, it said in the article, basically, he had to, like, mail it back and then... No. They, pass. Yeah. It's a tough one. It's a tough <coughs> one because there's that... This is the one I won. They handed it to me on... I'd want both. So, you keep, like, They that, should let it... What are they doing with the other one? Yeah. You just, you know, frame that How one or, like, keep it up. And then, like, you take the yeah. other one around and well, show I it guess, around. I guess everybody. I get the idea of you don't want all these gold medals out there in circulation. But it's not like... Well, the one that flakes off was... Uh, how cheap are they, right? They're cheap. Send them a new one. Send them a new one. I have, I have thought about They're the... They're probably like, going to try to make the Brazilian government The Olympics are it. a joke. Except I, they have no money. They have no money. <laughs> yeah. I have, pay I have thought about spot. the, like, do you, you, know, you want to keep it as a memento? My, my roommate in, in college, he, he's an archer, and his coach was an Olympic gold medalist in 96. <laughs> but hold on, but hold on. But Keep he going. just he literally just keeps his Olympic gold medal like in, his, like, in a cabinet in his kitchen. Like he, the, the, the medal itself seems a lot less important sorry, to him. Sorry, I blacked out when you said archer. Did your archer Shout friend win Scotty the Olympics? Shout That's my best friend. What's your, up? Be, your best archer friend? <laughs> Did won, your best archer friend? He won friend? the Olympics or his coach? No, his coach won the Olympics. Okay. His coach won the Olympics in 96. Butch Johnson, and he just keeps his Butch. gold medal. <laughs> so Butch keeps it in in, in his in his kitchen, <laughs> right next to the cutlery. Yeah, right next to the measuring right spoon. Next to the flour. <laughs> flour. I'm just saying. Shout out Butch Johnson. I bet you he sometimes just Butch shoots right in his flour bag. Ooh, <laughs> right in the kitchen. Right? Butch s- Butch does probably. Yeah. That'd be sick, man. All right. He was a great coach though. My my roommate started shooting when he was like a junior, and he placed. He was an all American as a freshman. If that similar thing happened in wrestling, you start wrestling as a junior, you all American as a freshman, that'd be a huge story. It also a, sounds like it's not yet. difficult of I'm a sport. Drop a bomb. There's nine people that are professional that like arch on a that is level. that is patently false. All right, give us give us give us participation numbers on archery. Please stop. You know, no, please if, don't. Do you have that document? Im Dong Hyung. Do you have a spreadsheet on that? What? What is he talking? Kim Kim Young Il? No, no. South Korea is is incredible at archery. Uh huh. What? He's there's a, more money in archery than there is in wrestling. Good job, Hildar. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. There's more money in donuts than there is in wrestling. That's a okay. fair point. <laughs> <laughs> you can't argue that with that. <laughs> really, those two are connected. I All mean, right. there's, there's more money in used tires. Okay. Sales. All right. All right, Lip Blood. Um, hey, you had a little note in here. Did I know? A neat, neat article, I thought, about... Jordan Ernest Burroughs <clears throat> and him being courted by, by all these other um, you know RTCs etc the Penn RTC you say offered him 800 grand over four years that was exactly what I was looking at when I was rudely interrupted by you called out for it actually by you that is the, the article is from the Lincoln Journal Star Steve Sipple and yes Steve Sipple shout out to him and that is a quote from <laughs> Coach Manning, wow. that Penn RTC offered him eight hundred thousand over four years, and that Penn State and Ohio State, Ohio State also came after Burroughs with lucrative packages. If he went to Penn State. <laughs> yeah, imagine if Burroughs—they'd be really good then because they need more coaching. Yeah, they didn't haven't well, hit the ceiling yet. What they need more than anything is is um, star. T- some talent in the room to sharpen <laughs> they need each some other. Talent, they especially need in that and star power, you know, fifty-seven, seventy-four range. Yeah, why doesn't everyone just go to Penn State and just train there? I mean, they need really need to get Zane and Nolf to their highest potential. Yeah, they haven't hit that yet. He, they're not. They don't get to wrestle enough Olympic champions every day. Absurd. Um, it would have been absurd if. He so had there. obviously, Burrow said no. I would assume. <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> I mean, the, the, st- well, the point is, I know he's not at those places, but I'm saying, if the story came out and they said that, right, it means that he's not going there. Right. It means that he. It, it means well, that he, he was. The, when, the, when I, when the I courting mean, season was months ago. What I mean by not going there, I mean, he's not going there next year or in two years, right? He's going to be in Nebraska for a while, I guess, is what they're. My point. Right. But the competition to, to get Jordan is, is fierce. Yeah, for but sure. I, and there was rumors for a long well, time. Well, he was looked, I mean, you know, he visited UNC, I believe. You know, I'm sure he gave a look at Penn. Penn would be right near where he's from. Yeah. He's from South Jersey. So it, it would have made sense. But uh, you don't, don't blame the guy for exploring his options. But ultimately decides Lincoln's home for him. It's where he's had his success. And pretty cool that he's staying there. And it's cool that. World team trials are going to be there in Lincoln as well. Yeah, that's a lot of cash, though, huh? Eight hundred G. Right. Hey, I'm joking about no being no money in wrestling. We're starting to see good salaries. Dang. You know. Seriously. But you know what, though? Tell me. <clears throat> this is something I long wanted to say. Uh, perhaps I even mentioned it at one point. But the <clears throat> problem don't don't get your face. I didn't make a face. Weirdo. Would make you just faces. make your point? I love what like the Andy Barths and the Dave Barrys do, and I love people that donate and and the fundraising that goes on. And you're seeing, you know, the donations in Iowa and and Iowa State and all over the place. But the problem is that you you keep having to to sustain that. You have to keep donating. You have to keep asking for handouts when economy. The real solution there is to create something that sustains itself. Maybe I don't know how many how many dollars, but maybe you maybe you put five million dollars into some kind of system or business that perpetuates the funding to of the program. If not, uh, multi level marketing. Maybe Alex Cisneros can help out. (laughs) (laughs) Really? What? <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> oh, snap! Um, but yeah, there's, it's not a pyramid scheme, dude. But do you, you consider, feel my feels, though? Yeah, there's no economy. We're just. <clears throat> can we have more money? Can we have more money? Can hey, we have more money? It's hey like, Andy, do you still have a billion dollars? It's like can we have some of your billion dollars. The, it's like when I was a kid, there was like all you know, people were starving in Africa, and we would like. All these countries would just give them food, right? Guys, you're keeping more people alive, and there's still gonna be there's gonna be more need for food in ten minutes because there's more people alive. People forget that you they don't eat have every to, day. right? You, the thing is not to give them food. The thing is to help them grow crops. Classic. Give a man a fish, he eats for a day. Yeah. <laughs> what we need to do is give wrestling teams fishing fishing poles, poles. and Cisneros. Wow. So, so there's that. I guess it's it's easy to say. Well, the solution is to create an economy. Well, yeah, duh. Obviously, it'd be great. But the problem is the mechanism and the how and the why. I'm I'm certain that that is not lost on the donors. Uh, I'm not sure of that. I'm not sure of that. You don't. You you mean these really smart people cannot come up with a way to do it? They're just not thinking about it. They're just saying, hey, you know, I really love wrestling. Uh, no, no, here, no. Penn RTC. Here's Here's two hundred thousand dollars. When Brandon Slay and everybody, everybody should be like, "How can we help sustain this for a long time?" Well, I think people are thinking about that. I just don't think they, my they, point you is think they haven't figured it out. We found we figured out a way to get to the moon. We can't figure out how to sustain. Even if you put it in an those endowment, two are, those two are super related. I'm saying it's not difficult. I could probably I have, <laughs> I have a free spot at uh, twelve to twelve thirty. I could probably figure it out. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Sure, Willie. What can't you figure out? All right. Ain't much. Let's play us out. Can't figure out why Lobdell's wearing a sweatshirt in June. Because it's Dan Lobdell. We're out. It's go time. We will be back hmm, next Tuesday. Can you commit to next Tuesday? Committed. Fully committed. Watch NHSCA duels live on Flow this weekend. Oh, that's a great point. Great plug. Stop plugging your product. Yeah. NHSCA duels. There's only 38,000 kids wrestling. Maybe Silva. Maybe Silva versus Dayton. No. Silva Dayton, maybe. 
Which, by the way, I'm told, I don't know how solid this is, but I'm told Silva's down to Michigan and UNC. Ooh. No Iowa? I, I, hey, I'm just telling you what I heard. You're breaking hearts here. I'm just telling you what I heard. I don't yeah. know how. He seemed like an Iowa fit, though. But he would do well at UNC. I, you know what? Other than Iowa message boards, I didn't hear a whole lot of... Hmm. I always thought he was going to... Ohio State. Ohio, there was a lot of links to Ohio State, mm. but I'm told I'm told Michigan. I was told Michigan, UNC, and nobody else is in play. I, yeah, I know Ohio State. Well. All right, Joey Silva. Maybe we'll talk a little more Joey Silva Tuesday. Thanks again. We'll see you next time. <laughs>